Welcome to Coffee and Jesus. I'm your host, Jael Penn, coming to you from the great state of Texas. Today I want to talk to you about homeless people. I know it's a touchy subject. A lot of people will even avert their eyes when they see a homeless person. And yet we have to remember that we will never look into someone's face who is not a child of God. We will never look into someone's face whom God does not love. Let's talk about Jesus in the New Testament towards the end of his life. While Jesus was in Capernaum, he lived in Peter's house. He had no home of his own. Jesus himself said, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. So that tells me that Jesus was homeless. Now having said that, has that changed your view of the homeless? Do you now believe that all homeless people are crazy? Or that they're all drug addicts? Or that they're all losers? Or that they're all lazy? Or that they all want to be that way? I don't believe that anybody grows up and says, you know what? When I get out of high school, I'm going to go to college, I'm going to get married or whatever. And then, you know what, I'm just going to be homeless. I don't believe anybody has that goal in life. So we need to be careful at how we look at the homeless and how we treat the homeless. Let's look at some verses. And let's start with, and of course the enemy's going to fight me on this, so I just lost my place with my notes. That's okay. I rebuke you, Satan. Let's start with Proverbs 14.31. My allergies are kicking my behind this morning, so I'm sorry that I sound like a frog. Insult your creator, will you? That's exactly what you do every time you oppress the powerless. Showing kindness to the poor is equal to honoring your maker. Whoo, woo, woo, that hurt. Let me read that one again. This is out of the Passion Translation. Proverbs fourteen thirty one. Insult your creator, will you? That's exactly what you do every time that you oppress the powerless showing kindness to the poor is equal to honoring your maker that's a sermon all by itself right there y'all how are we treating poor people and the homeless and refugees yeah I went there um, let's go to Psalms 10 I hope I have the right verse. Psalms ten seventeen. Lord, you know and understand all the hopes of the humble and will hear their cries and comfort their hearts, helping them all. 
The orphans and the oppressed will be terrified no longer, for you will bring them justice, and no one will trouble them. I believe the Lord has a special place in his heart for those who are suffering and for those who are poor and have nobody. Whoa, excuse me. Sorry about that. Oh, there's something in the air today. Matthew 25, 35. For when you saw me hungry, you fed me. When you found me thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I had no place to stay, you invited me in. And when I was poorly clothed, you covered me. When I was sick, you tenderly cared for me. And when I was in prison, you visited me. And those are the words of Jesus himself. God cares about each and every one of us in our needs. Not just um, rich people, not just black people, not just white people, not just women, not just men, not just straight people. God cares about all of us. Every little detail of our lives. And he expects us to treat our brothers and sisters, his children, with humanity and dignity and compassion. Now, there are some people who aren't trying. They've chosen to succumb to the situation that they're in and they've given up on trying. They think they can never get out of the situation that they're in. And there are lots of other people who want a job. They're tired of living in their car. They're tired of not being able to provide for their family, their wife, their children. They aren't on drugs. They aren't crazy. We have got to do better as a society and as a body of believers and helping those who need a hand up. Haven't you ever needed help before? I know you have. I don't care if you were born into the the Kennedy family, the Kardashian family, the DuPont family. I don't care. At some point, you have needed help with something because you're not perfect. And so can we be better Christians and help the poor and the marginalized, the disenfranchised, and the homeless? Please pray about what you, what you can do. One of the things that I've done and some other female ministers in ministry, what we've done is we will get a purse, we'll collect purses, and we will put tampons, sanitary napkins, uh, baby wipes, deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste. Little things that you and I take for granted. A bar of soap, a washcloth. We'll put all those things in a purse for a young lady who's homeless and give it to her. Y'all, the look on their face, it's, it's like a million dollars. Because you don't think about that. The fact that you're going to have your period and that you don't have access to a bathroom or to proper sanitary hygienic products. 
We're talking real life here, people. This is real life. You can do the same thing for a man with a backpack. And put a razor in there, soap and a washcloth, toothbrush, I'm sorry, toothbrush and toothpaste, maybe a comb or brush, some shampoo, a pair of socks, a pillow and a blanket. Instead of passing judgment on these people and treating them like filth, like they're beneath you, which they are not, can we just have compassion and help? Can we stop and pray for someone? Can we invite them to church? Can we give them a list of shelters? Can we buy them a meal one day? Can we give them $5 if that's what the Holy Spirit leads you to do? Let me tell you a couple of quick stories about paying paying attention to what the Holy Spirit tells you to do when you come across people as opposed to what you think you should do. So my first story is when I was married to the girl's father. And we pulled up to a gas station and there was a homeless man outside and I said, Bill, um, I want to give him some money. Do you mind if I give him some money? And he said, no, don't give him our money. He's just going to go drink it away. He's a drunk. He's a bum. And the Holy Spirit said, don't listen to your husband. Give him the money. Now, <laughs> ladies, don't run with that. You really have to be sure that's what the Holy Spirit is telling you and not your flesh, okay? I know that sounds really funny, but y'all know what I'm saying. So I gave the man $5. And I said, well, Bill, let's just sit and wait and see what he does. Let's see who's right. Let's see if he's hungry. Or let's see if he's going to go in there to get liquor. So he pulled up to the parking lot. He parked and we waited. Y'all, when I tell you, my eyes were filled with tears and I was just crying uncontrollably. Because that man went in there and bought two hot dogs and a drink. And he ate them so fast. I have never seen anybody eat that fast in my entire life. He was starving. And I looked at my husband at the time and I said, see, I told you when God tells you something, you have to listen and you have to follow through. You know, you don't know who you who you're affecting, who you're touching, who you're helping. (coughs) Excuse me. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit and you have to follow the Holy Spirit. Another time I pulled up to a Bucky's. And there was a young man. He looked rough, y'all. I mean, he looked like the type of person that you would not even make eye contact with. He was scary, I admit it. And so I I see him standing there asking people for money. And people are just ignoring him and they're walking by him as fast as they can. Because I'm telling you, he looked like he would sooner cut you or shoot you than speak to you. And so I I knew I was supposed to do something. So I I got some money out of my wallet and I was just going to go give it to him. And the Holy Spirit said, I didn't tell you to do that. 
And I'm like, well, Lord, what do you want me to do? And he said, I want you to talk to him. And I'm like, what? Oh, no. This guy is scary as I'll get out. I'm a female out here by myself. And, oh, I really don't want to talk to him. And God forgive me for that, y'all. But I'm being honest right now. But I obeyed. I got out of my car and I said, young man, I said, are you okay? I said, I noticed that you've been talking to people who pass you and they aren't really stopping to help you. I said, is everything okay? And he said, no, ma'am, everything's not okay. I said, I'm, he said, I'm trying to get to my grandmother. She needs help with her house. Now, this was right after Hurricane Harvey. He said, I've got to get to my grandmother. I've got to help her with her house. Can you help me get to her house? And I said, well, exactly what do you need from me? He said, I just need to fill up my car. I just need gas. We just ran out of gas. And he pointed to his cousin who was in the car. Now, his cousin had a different spirit, and it wasn't okay. And I just dismissed that. And I'm like, okay, Lord, will you take care of that? I'm not going to deal with him because I know his mind is not right and his spirit is not right and so I told the man look follow me follow me right across the parking lot in your car to the pump and I will fill up your car and he said miss you will I said I don't care how much it costs I'll fill up your car and he got tears in his eyes and he said, thank you so much. You have no idea what this means to me that you're helping me get to my grandmother. And we sat there and I asked him if he knew the Lord and if he went to church. And, you know, turns out he was a Christian young man. He had done a lot of things he shouldn't have done. He got into a lot of trouble and he was trying to turn his life around and he wanted to go to heaven. So... Listen to the Holy Spirit and do what he tells you to do. You have no idea the impact that you're making on people's lives when you obey. Lord, I just thank you for this time and for this podcast. I thank you how the Holy Spirit speaks to us and ministers to us and guides us and leads us every day. I lift up every homeless person, Lord, who wants a better way of life, who doesn't know you. I pray that you put people in their path, Lord, to help them find jobs and shelter. I pray that they will be fed at least once a day so they don't starve to death. I pray, Lord, that we will do better as a country, as a community, as a church, and helping people who need help, and that we will remember the times that we were in their place. Thank you, Father, for giving us a heart of compassion and love. Help us to be patient with those who are ignorant, as in not educated and not knowing, and they weren't raised properly, and they were left to their own devices. And on that same note, Lord, we lift up orphaned and fostered children who need to be adopted, who have been hurt and abused and feel like nobody loves them either, Lord. Father God, forgive us for our selfishness 
and help us to be kind and loving and gentle. Help us to have your spirit in your heart for your people. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening today. God bless you.